Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Welcome back. This is episode three of Jimmy and Lola's Positive Podcast. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, thank you very much to everyone who has listened to episodes one and two. We have officially gone international. So <laughs> welcome to our listeners from Belgium and USA, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. International flavour to the podcast, which is always <laughs> nice. Uh, if you do want to email us or tell us on social like, who you are, um, we'd yeah. love to give you a shout out. Yeah, we'll <laughs> drop you a hi. Yeah, drop you a hi. <laughs> um, more important news from the Towers this week. We have a new microphone. Yay! means we have two <laughs> microphones. Hooray! <laughs> um, it's going to make editing a lot easier. <laughs> a heck of a lot easier. Yeah, so you may have noticed um, that we fixed the Wii. Lola fixed the... Um, <laughs> Uh, some of the sound issues that we had with episode one so episode two hopefully um, was a lot kind of easier for you guys to listen to so that's good should be improving again this week and (laughs) onwards and upwards from here (laughs) (laughs) so as always we've got some really nice and fun positive stories to talk about and we will make a start this week with Lola's positive news story Okay, so this is my new story. This one has come from positive.news. Um, again, uh, yeah, we're going to put a list together at some point. Hopefully sooner rather than later, actually, because I think we have quite a good amount. Yeah. So uh, I'll try and get that done this week, and then you guys can have a little look through and find some positive news stories for yourself <laughs> as well. Uh, so the one I've chosen this time is about uh, illegal trawling in Italy. Right. (laughs) So, to help tackle illegal trawling, an Italian community in Tuscany has come up with the idea of dropping marble sculptures into the seabed. There are 39 underwater sculptures in total, and they stop fishing boats being able to drag their nets along the seafloor, a practice which destroys carbon dioxide absorbing seagrass meadows. Sorry, that was a lot of big words all at once. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fantastic at this whole reading out thing, just in case anybody didn't notice that already. The structures are being described as an underwater museum and have been very successful. So marble statues to stop the net running along the floor. Yeah. So basically, um, these fishermen, they have their nets ballasted with heavy chains dragging on the seafloor. Uh, the trawlers uproot the, I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, uh, Posidonia meadows, a seagrass and endemic <laughs> to the Mediterranean and vital to the marine ecosystem, which soaks up 15 times more carbon dioxide annually than an equivalent area of the Amazon rainforest. Wow. The trouble is, it's such a massive area, okay, of sea, yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult to police it. So. Um, they can't, they can't police it. And the trawlers come along at night. So to stop that from happening, they've put these gigantic sculptures in the ocean to stop them from being able to do it. It feels like a very expensive thing to do. No. Do we know what the statues are? So it turns out that um, you can contribute them. So we, uh, for example, Emily Young, who is a British stone sculptor, has contributed three giant heads to the project. Well, of course. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She thinks it's a great idea. 
So, but I thought it was a brilliant idea. It would attract more attention to the problem. And, you know... Which it has. It yeah, has, yeah. yeah, she's right. She's right. And I think it's an incredibly clever way of dealing with a really terrible situation. I just, I'm just baffled <laughs> about the statues thing. I, you know, it's a great idea. It's a brilliant idea and it's clearly working. Yeah. But, uh, such an odd decision. It's like, oh, yeah, just chuck a statue down there, mate. Yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. fine. <laughs> um, so the idea was come up with by a local fisherman called uh, Paolo Fanciulini. Fanciulini? I'm so sorry again if I've said that wrong. Sorry, Paolo. Sorry, Paolo. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, he, he basically was horrified at what was happening. He thought it was unfair and that, that nothing could be done. Um, and he came up with this idea. Oh, and, uh, idea. yeah, the, the statues now have all sorts of greenery growing on them as well. Oh, um, I think the oldest one has been there for over five years. And uh, yeah, it's doing very well. They've got uh, little fish and anemones and, you know, <laughs> seagrass all growing off of them. I think uh, it's a very peaceful way to solve a problem like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, very much a peaceful protest, but yeah. actually quite a pretty peaceful protest at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so I saw that and I just thought, do you know what? That is incredibly incredible. <laughs> it is incredibly incredible, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly incredible from the Italians. Yeah, well done. Well done, Italy. <laughs> so, my news story this week comes from the good people at thegoodnewshub.com and is once again a technological um, release uh, coming all the way from Stockholm Ooh. in Sweden. And it comes with the announcement of the Candela P12 shuttle. Oh. I had actually absolutely no idea what it was, um, but it looks absolutely amazing. It is essentially a flying boat. What? Of sorts. <laughs> Um, it can operate at 30 knots, which is roughly about 34, 35 miles an hour, um, produces no um, CO2 emissions whatsoever. Um, and the reason why they say it can fly is because it's got three uh, kind of wings that go and kind of lift it above the actual surface of the water. Oh my goodness. So it's kind of hovercraft, boat, line machine this is very thing. very steampunky i love it yes um <laughs> it's basically it it lifts itself up so it, it then reduces drag increases speed mm. increases stability as well because you're not uh kind of bashing against the waves and things like that so it's a much more pleasant experience to actually uh kind of be in sure um, at the moment, um, the uh, suburb of Ekero, I believe, or Ikero, I'm not sure, I apologise, uh, and the main city centre of Stockholm takes about 25 minutes. Uh, no, sorry, I've got that wrong. The new way will take 25 minutes. The current um, shuttle, which is diesel powered, um, takes just over an hour, depending on okay. um, actual conditions. Okay. Um, it will effectively make it the fastest way of getting from the suburb to the city centre, beating trains, buses, cars, taxis, everything. Sure. Um, and one of the 
other main positive things about it is that the um, speed limit in the area is currently 12 knots to protect wildlife, marine life, uh, and also to minimise noise and wave creation, but because it's literally hovering above, yeah. there's no potential damage to marine life, or very little, um, and uh, there's no noise or wave creation, so mm -hmm. it's able to go way above and beyond. Um, the current um, sort of 12 knot speed limit. Mm. Um, a trial will begin in 2023, lasting for about nine months. And if it's successful, um, there'll then be an order from uh, kind of the government of Sweden to fund for the replacement of 70 diesel boats mm. that currently operate in the area. So it would be. Um, as yeah, absolutely phenomenal change basically yeah, making yeah. it carbon neutral. Sure. Also a lot more accessible um, as well. So yeah, there's I don't think there's gonna be any reason why it won't fly mm, through. That is a half fly through. Ha! <laughs> See what you did. I'm here all <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wow, that's so clever. And it, it's like it's interesting because when you sort of say the idea out loud it makes it's one of those things we go why has no one thought of this before yeah i mean especially when you consider that we have hovercrafts sure and things like that <laughs> so we have things that glide you know kind of on the surface water at, at, at the top of the surface water yeah. so why not just grow an extra couple of inches yeah above and, yeah. and have it kind of almost what's that flying so sort of like it's sort of like skipping rocks isn't it yeah that's amazing. That is such a clever you're idea. You're basically only you know touching the very very top of the yeah, surface you're just area. Sort of bouncing. Yeah, exactly. Well, not bouncing, but it's, yeah, it's gliding um, over the top of the water mm. rather than through it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's successful, um, there's no reason why that wouldn't be um, almost transported uh -huh. uh, to <laughs> to other countries. You know, things like the Thames Clipper and. Yeah. Um, things like that down in London that yeah. would, you know, essentially they're, I believe they're still all diesel, I think there might be one or two electric ones, yeah. but yeah, the basic fuel is still harmful for the environment and sure. you're literally putting it in marine life at, at the same time. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully it will be success successful and hopefully we'll um, start to see that or similar um, across the world. Fingers crossed. Moving on to part two, which is what's making you happy this week, and we will start with Lola. Okay, so what's making me happy this week is the PCOS community on the internet. Uh, I have PCOS, that stands for Polycystic Ovary Syndrome. That means that um, you're, you have a hormone imbalance. It means that um, your body makes cysts uh, that are on your ovaries. It means that your reproductive organs don't work. You have a problem with your weight, body hair sometimes. Um, and honestly, there's not a lot of research into this. Um, you're basically sort of put on, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but universally, this is what people have also agreed with when I've sort of spoken about it publicly, that you're sort of given birth control pills. I was diagnosed when I was 14. They put me on birth control pills and they told me to lose weight and that would sort out the symptoms. The only problem is, is one of the symptoms is weight gain. <laughs> So it's kind of you're fighting a losing battle, really. 
Um, they are looking into it, do you know what I mean? But it's not a debilitating illness, so there isn't a huge focus on it. Luckily, there is a huge community of women and men who uh, who have been looking into this, you know. And one of the people that I have found recently is It's Healthy PCOS on TikTok, and he's also on Instagram as Healthy PCOS underscore. Um, and he basically has been looking into this, doing loads and loads of research into what works and what doesn't. He's come up with a bunch of different ways that we can sort of help to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. Um, recently, I tried uh, one of the supplements that he'd suggested, which was L-carnitine. Uh, and that is like a powder that I put into my smoothie in the mornings, my breakfast smoothie. And it's to help um, with one of the side effects, which is uh, fatigue. So I've um, been taking this now for probably about a month. And yeah. there is a definite change. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So recently, uh, I also started taking berbetine and zinc, which he also uh, recommended. And I've been doing that for maybe a couple of days now, not long. And there is already a huge difference in my energy level. I feel so much better. Yeah. Um, and it's just an amazing thing because, uh, like I said, I was diagnosed when I was 14. And I was pretty much told there wasn't really anything I could do about it. I probably wouldn't be able to have children, um, which was devastating to me at 14 years old. So I sort of like stashed it away and went, well, that, this is happening. Yeah. And just got on with my life, really. Um, so it's amazing to sort of be at this age now where I can sort of look at it again, re-examine it and go, well, there has been sort of like things that people have found and these things are working. So I think that's incredible. And I think it is, um, it, it's really important to sort of like have that community because they've been a massive support to me. Um, and I'm sure to, to everybody who sort of takes yeah, part definitely. in it, you know, um, especially when you do feel like, you know, there's not an awful lot you can do. And I know I'm not the only person who's felt a bit powerless about PCOS. Yeah. Um, and it's made me so happy, honestly, because I feel like I have so much energy um, that I'm actually in a better frame of mind almost to sort of tackle the other side effects. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It... Yeah, PCOS is, is something that I've had a little bit of experience with like in past relationships and obviously with you as well. Sure. And it really is kind of baffling as to how little has been done for it compared to almost how vocal the actual sort of online community is yeah. and things like that. You know, yeah. there are um, you know, kind of support groups out there for people um, who have got partners who, who are going through it as well, which is literally just, you know, this is what they might be going through, this is how you can help and yeah. things like that. And it is it's a really, really good, you know, positive place to be, um, especially if, if you're dealing with something, you know, which, you know, can be kind of quite horrific to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely worthwhile having a look at, at the resources that are out there and you know if it works it works if something else works for you brilliant but the actual fact that the community is there to support one another is kind of the main thing yeah, yeah. Um, at this point and it's a shame that there aren't more more things like that for other 
ailments, shall this we say? This is the thing. Well. Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, I I stumbled across it by accident. Do you know what I mean? It was literally that I was just going through TikTok a few yeah. months ago, and I found this guy by accident. I was like, hey, I have PCOS. <laughs> <laughs> I have that. That's the thing I have. And um, I really feel like it sort of re-educated my, me as yeah, well, yeah. you know, because the things that you're told, I mean, you know, I'm 37 now. So when I think that the last time I sort of explored it at all, I was, you know, 14, 15 yeah. years old, obviously sort of medically there have been leaps and bounds, but my sister has it as well, my little sister, yeah. and she has it in a terrible way. Do you know what I mean? Much worse than me. I mean, I already struggle, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, reproductively when I have my periods, it's horrific, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's really difficult, but she has it in a really bad way. And it just upset me so much that 10 years after I had it, my little sister was diagnosed with it and told the exact same thing yeah. and I'm like well it doesn't work <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. you're not you're not you know it's not helpful so I, I do think that um, you know if we can all come together as a community and sort of say hey these things are working eventually you know they'll be medically they'll be looked into yeah, properly and, and they'll start to be sort of like given to people as a matter of course so yeah. I, I do think you know being very vocal I feel like I want to be very vocal about yeah, it definitely. now um, and it's just it, it it may not sound like a positive story it's not my usual sort of thing <laughs> but um, it, it's affected me on a personal level and it's made me feel so much better yeah, about what I had sort of stored away in my mind as a hopeless situation but then that is such a point of, of why we're doing this yeah. is to yeah draw attention to things that are for the better yeah which which is clearly it yeah. yeah yeah okay what's making you happy this week jimmy so what's making me happy this week um as you guys know we have a dog wilfred and you might <laughs> even be able to hear him this episode he's grumbling at our feet because it's too hot and he's not really a fan of it um <laughs> He, just again to give you a little bit of backstory, he's got a bit of kind of social and separation anxiety, things like that. Uh, not a fan of um, kind of big noises and unexpected noises and whatnot. He <laughs> kind of sofa surfed a little bit before we, um, we got hold of him, so he wasn't in a particularly great place. But um, about two weeks after we got him, needed to... Uh, trying to take, take him for a haircut and a wash and a groom and whatnot mm -hmm. and um, my what's making me happy is based on that and that is Lauren at the Poor Effect Touch uh, in Corston in Norfolk if you guys know her um, she's absolutely amazing with him yeah um, yeah she is he didn't have the best of times yesterday um, to be honest um, but she was absolutely phenomenal with him and kind of, you know, just stopped doing the actual sort of grooming and just kind of played in the garden with him and um, calmed him down a lot. And I'm just so thankful that we yeah. went there. It's a little bit of a drive. It's a little bit of a trek and an effort. But sure. honestly, he absolutely adores her. He does. He gets so excited. When we turn the corner yeah. to go down her road, he's like so excited. He can barely contain himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's really adorable like how much um, he he likes her and gets on with her. And yeah, it was a bit of a shame that it kind of didn't really work out yesterday, but there were 
uh, sort of building work going on and things like that. But yeah, yeah like I say, she is absolutely amazing. I cannot recommend her um, highly enough. And she's been giving us um, kind of tips and hints and into how we can help um, improve his anxiety issues and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, people like that who go above and beyond and go the extra mile are yeah. so so needed and yeah we need to do more to kind of vocalize our appreciation of them definitely yeah absolutely I mean um, he, even though he was she sort of sent us a message to pre-warn us yesterday that it hadn't gone so well um, but she did she said that she played with him in the garden like Jimmy said but also she gave him a massage yeah, do you know what I yeah. mean and I mean he is very tactile he loves to be cuddled and touched and given scritches and things like that and you know even though she couldn't do everything that she would have wanted to do with him he still looks great do you know what I mean she yeah. still did a fantastic job and you know she's so patient and and good with him and it's uh, on Honestly, I think we were very lucky to find her and I would really recommend anybody yeah, in the area, especially if you have an anxious dog. But even if you don't have an anxious dog, she's fantastic. She really knows what she's talking yeah, about. Definitely. Yeah. Cannot recommend her highly enough. She's been an absolute, um, an absolute godsend. Yeah, yeah absolute gem, bless her. She um, yeah, gets on so well with him and he, like I say, absolutely adores her. Oh, he does. <laughs> whimpering with excitement, like yeah. whenever we turn off that road. And um, yeah, it's, it's adorable to yeah. see. Definitely. His tail's like wagging a hundred yeah. miles an hour. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as some of you uh, will know who follow us on social media, uh, unfortunately we haven't had any submissions this week um, from you guys that we can read out. Um, so we're just going to sort of like skip over it this time, um, but we would like to say, do you know what I mean, for, for next time, we really genuinely do want to hear from you. It doesn't matter what the story is, what the news is, if you want to say just thanks to somebody, you want to show your appreciation for somebody in your life, you want to give yourself a pat on the back, wish someone a happy birthday, happy anniversary, say congratulations, like please do let us know, we would love to share in your happiness and share share it with everybody else um so yeah you can drop us an email at uh jimmy and lola's positive podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media on instagram and uh twitter at uh jl pospod yep. um and yeah just drop us a dm drop us an email whatever it is you want to share we want to share it with you too so feel free going <laughs> forward literally anything guys literally anything <laughs> um just to announce as well we have set up a uh coffee account coffee account i say coffee but i don't think everybody does i yeah. think that's just me being weird mm. so who knows who knows um we are on um ko-fi.com forward slash jl pod um Anything that you guys can give so that we can help uh, kind of recruit the money for uh, microphones <laughs> and software and <laughs> things like that would yeah. be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, hopefully one day we'll be uh, kind of rich and famous with advertising money. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, until that point, any little can help. Um, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's everything, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks and, so much uh, for listening. We will see you again next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.